Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 277. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off Road Again Andy. Yes, hello. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check Wait, Sean, out. Sean, what about me? What about Tony? Tony, Tony Katz, you're on here? Oh yeah, I'm here, baby. I did not know this. I know we were, we were like messing with you because we were both talking, and then you, I think you thought I was Andy both or one of the times. I did not hear your voice whatsoever. It sounded weird, like Andy was fooling around back there. Yeah, no, I'm here too. I got no uh, no work this evening, so I decided to join you guys. Well, fancy that. <laughs> and with us uh, on the pod, we have Tony Katz. Yes, welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on. Uh, well, shall we get right into it? Uh, Tony, you must be pretty thrilled about this. You already have advanced tickets for the uh, World Cup. It's in North America. Uh I wish, but I don't even know how much those tickets would go for. I don't know how like uh, how expensive yeah. tickets for the World Cup. We would can't be. really know what the prices are going to be in twenty twenty six. That's true. I mean, <laughs> gas might just be four thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, you might have to be giving up limbs to go to a game by then. What year yeah, is this supposed to be? Uh, it's going to be in eleven cities across the continent. Oh no, sixteen, sixteen cities across the continent. And in what year? Uh, this is twenty twenty six. So that means eleven in, in the U.S., three in Mexico, and two in Canada. So uh, we got the, the Sorry about getting here. the raw end of the deal, having to go play in Canada. I don't know. I'm, where, let's see. Do they have it here? Uh, they just put the U.S. cities here. I'm sure it's Toronto and yeah. Vancouver. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in the U.S., uh, MetLife Stadium in New Jersey, where the Giants and Jets play. Uh, SoFi uh, with Chargers and Rams. Uh, Dallas Stadium, San Francisco. Miami, Atlanta, Seattle, Houston, Philly, Kansas City, and Boston. So, What's uh, like the no leaderboard? Where does the last game get played? I don't know. <laughs> Actually, a good question. Yeah, I don't know if it's maybe they haven't decided that because yet. the way I feel like SoFi is trying to do things, I would imagine they would try to have it be in LA, but I could also see it being in Dallas. Yeah, it just and depends then, on whoever the, pays FIFA the most money. Yeah, I would like to think LA will pay for the most money. And then in Mexico, Guadalajara, Monterey, and Mexico City, and then yeah, Toronto assume it's not going to be there. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But we'll pay you in Tecate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So who are the the people that wanted to be in it that missed out? Uh, Baltimore. Uh, I didn't think they wanted to bring people to Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the United States. Here's Baltimore. Uh, Orlando, Florida. So I'm sure Mickey Mouse is pissed. He's not getting all the people in there. Uh, Cincinnati, Nashville, Nashville would have been cool actually, except I feel like the Nashville crowd isn't really a soccer crowd. Yeah. I don't think that's good. Um, Cowboys and soccer don't really yeah. mix. Yeah. And then Denver and Edmonton. So yeah, I continue think, the cowboy. Theme. I feel like Denver wouldn't have really been the best, even though, I mean, there's altitude, but I feel like I know like the Mexican stadiums have altitude. Also. Yeah. Mexico city's higher than Denver. Yeah. So, yeah. Whoa. Well, that's probably just gonna have one game. It'll be just for Mexico. And then, yeah. I mean, those will definitely be like the first, like the pool games. I feel like the pool. So rounds. quarterfinals will all be in the U.S. Let's yeah. see, I'm still reading. I don't know if they haven't decided uh, where the final is. Just says the uh, Rose Bowl <laughs> did not win out because yeah, the Rose Bowl sucks. Whoa, um, it's old. But they had the World Cup there, I guess. That's pretty there. cool, though. I don't think they've ever done something like this where it's yeah, spreading the multi-country bid is cool. I mean, Southwest covers basically all of that area, so pretty yeah. easy to get the players around, right? 
Yeah. Usually it's the same city. And then it's just, you know, they put up all those stadiums and then they end up becoming, what do they call them? Like white elephants or something or trash. But yeah. Because basically they end up being these huge stadiums. They made, they'd uh, spend a lot of money for to have like the world cup or the Olympics. And then when it's done, they basically just stay there, especially in those like third world countries. They end up just standing there and then it's, they end up just being ruined, but they have a name for them. I feel like it's like golden elephants or white elephant. I don't know. It's something weird. White elephant is the, uh, the game, the Christmas game. Yeah, gift thing. Right? But yeah, that is a tremendous waste, and it, I guess maybe it's one of those things. You're like, well, look at how much we spent on this, uh, you know, temporary stadium. But then well, they also Russia. like never have plumbing, and yeah. the toilet is in the hallway because no one thinks it through, or the contractors low bid and they don't care. Russia built the whole thing out of like cardboard the last time. Yeah, like, like it was entirely made of recycled, uh, you know, vodka bottles. Well, right, well, it's still cool. I mean, we do have this year's World Cup in Thanksgiving time, which is weird, but because um, of the temperature, right? It's in yeah, like Dubai so, or something. Uh, I don't know what that's gonna be like. I don't. I don't even know. What, is there a city that they live in, or they just all live in one giant <clears throat> spaceship? I already saw something that idea. said there's like, like it's just like the Olympics where they're having like a there's like a sex ban or something at the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. These guys cannot be going out fooling around. Yeah, it's not like they have an Olympic village. It's a bunch of dudes Does playing everyone soccer. Get like a like a gift bag, like the Oscars, and it's just like one barrel of oil. <laughs> Probably <laughs> like the the women's soccer magazine. Some like a it's bag like of sand. Oil. What's Dubai sand like? Probably like just melts in the yeah. toes. Well, it's not even Dubai. It's one of those other ones. Qatar. Yeah. Oh, same thing. It's going to be interesting everyone gets a guitar because it's going to be, I think the first game that the USA plays is like uh, sometime around like the 21st or something like that of November. And it's like, that's right in the crunch time of the holidays where it's become, you know, Thanksgiving. And then it's all your, you know, Thursday, uh, your Thanksgiving football. And then you have like the heat of college football around that time, Sunday NFL football. It's going to be a heavy time in sports. And I mean, I saw it's going to be early though. So all the games will be on in the morning for us, 3 3 a.m. in the morning. Which also sucks though, because it's like, but they always accommodate to the championship. I feel like the championship game is always like at least at like 11 a.m. or something, or like 9 a.m., I guess, depending on where they are. But they always like accommodate to the United States for that. Well, yeah, well, that's a World Cup. Uh, What do we want to move on to next here? Should we talk about the Stanley Cup? Yeah, might as well. That's a big thing. Yes, the Avalanche won their their third, which I had forgot they won two with uh, kind of the same core there. I think 96 in 2001. So I remember it's like, yeah, they won in the 90s that one time, but I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, that was uh, – <clears throat> I enjoyed those the, those younger Colorado teams where they had Sackick and uh, Patrick Waugh. My dad was a big fan of those teams, so I used to cheer for them as a kid. But it was cool to see them win. I mean, it, from what I could see, I watched the game. I mean, it was uh, – you know, it was exciting early on, but, you know, Tampa Bay scored early and then Colorado tied it up in the second and then ended up having the go ahead goal and ended up, you know, that ended up being the final score. I think that second goal happened fairly early in the second period or midway through at least. And then there was never another goal. And, you know, that defenseman for Colorado maker is just McCarr. I don't even know how you say his name, but he is incredible. I don't get to watch many hockey games because usually I'm at work right now, but it's pretty crazy to watch and this avalanche team the last few years has been like every year it's been like they've gone in as like the preseason favorites and then you know they've been it's been just one of those teams where it was like you know they're one of those really good season teams and they get eliminated in like the second round every year and then it was good to see mckinnon finally do it because you could tell it was a 
a long time coming for him. It was emotional for him. There was and if, that whole uh, roster. I guess they only had two guys on that roster that had won a Stanley Cup before. So it was they had a lot of veterans on there, like you know Cogliano, who played for the Anaheim Ducks for a while. He got his first cup after like a, being a 14 year vet. There was another guy that was like 15 years. One of the guys had been on Colorado for the last 12 years. So it was cool to see. And it seemed like Colorado was a pretty, you know, from what I could tell from listening to the people talk that were being interviewed, that they seemed like a pretty stand up team, you know, not didn't really seem like they have guys that you, you know, want to hate on their team that you're like, Oh, I'm pissed off. They won. It seemed like, you know, you could watch it as a fan or just genuinely be happy that, Hey, Colorado won. So cool to see. At the same, at the other side, though, it would have also been kind of cool to see Tampa Bay do a three-peat. They said the only other time that's happened was when the Islanders won four in a row in the 80s, so you don't see stuff like that, I guess, too often in sports in general, but especially in hockey. Yeah, because even if you're great, you're going to sometimes decline or not try as hard the next year, so just, well, then you know, putting it together for three straight is really hard. Yeah, and you also have that target on your chest also, and it's like, oh, I'm the team that's won it, you know, this last season, let alone if it's two or three seasons in a row, so... Kudos to the Avalanche. So uh, that wraps up a pretty exciting hockey season. I think the, the playoffs were pretty exciting. There was a lot of game sevens, a lot of overtime winners. So it's good to see. Yeah, and it was strange how quickly it seemed to wrap up um, versus the NBA, where I think they got <clears throat> they were behind. Uh, usually they're like a week ahead, I believe. Yeah, hockey's usually before the NBA, um, I think. And this, this year, hockey started a few weeks later, and then it only ended a week after. So it's like there wasn't... It would have been better, I think, if uh, they got like the whole Stanley Cup. I mean, the Stanley Cup started, I think, the same time as the NBA Finals ended. But if you got like the Conference Finals and the Stanley Cup on a post, uh, maybe it would be better. But yeah, I don't know. You don't want to play hockey in July, I guess. It's kind of yeah, doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Although they had to that one year, right? I mean, everything was messed yeah. up. Or... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because everything started up around the same time. I was actually just remembering that because they actually pointed out that uh, another local Ducks guy. Uh, Corey Perry, I didn't realize this, but he's actually gone to three straight Stanley Cups and lost all three now. So he was on Tampa Bay this year and lost. Dallas. And then he was on Dallas and lost. And then I was trying to remember who the other team was. And then a buddy of mine reminded me it was on Montreal. And I was confused. I was like, wait, do you mean Montreal? It's East and East. But I forgot that COVID year, Canada only played within Canada. So the Eastern teams and Western teams blended in one division. So it was possible for there to be a same conference matchup. And that's what we ended up getting. So. I don't know, you know, bummer for Corey Perry. You know, three years in a row going to the cup and three years in a row losing. Well, he did win one. So. Yeah, at least he has one, but he could have four. Yeah, I yeah. forgot where I saw his name. I think, oh, it was uh, the Sedin brothers, both are going to the Hall of Fame. And it was saying, like, one of them, oh, he was runner-up to Corey Perry for MVP. I was like, oh, yep, that was, that was the magic year, I guess. But, when he had, like, 50 goals. Yeah. All righty, well. Hot dog. All right, uh, we're ready to talk about uh, baseball, including uh, an old neighbor of ours who's uh, been in the news a lot the last couple of days. Yeah, probably too much uh, for my taste, but uh, this has <laughs> oh, been, it was a weird series. Uh, the Dodgers went to Atlanta uh, to play the Braves, so Freddie was going back to his uh, other home, I guess. I mean, he came back home to come play for the Dodgers, and then he also came back home to play against the Braves here. Uh, but he 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 kind of broke down in a uh, press conference before the series started. Uh, a lot of emotions about it, and uh, that just was the entire story of the series. It's just everything was every every before every at bat they would show him show the him crying in the press conference and just talk all about it. And it's like it's strange. It shows you how how like 
beloved he is in the media, especially that I mean, I'm going to say kind of racist and that he's a, a white guy who speaks well. It's easier to really uh, make him a huge star versus some of the other stars we've had in baseball. But how he's, many he's such like a times guy. did someone go home to the Dominican Republic to play baseball, Andy? Yeah, but it's like it, and he's really good, but he's his like profile is better than his talent. Um, and again, it's deserved. I think it's deserved. It's, but it, it is funny how big of a deal he is for. Um, he's not. A, he's not one of the five best players in baseball, but he's definitely like as popular as they are. So. Yeah, and it is. Uh, and he definitely was. I know emotional leaving Atlanta because I because uh, him being from you know Orange County where we're from, and him you know going to high school with me and playing little league with. Right with do you play little league I with you guys or league, yeah. well playing little league with some of our friends? But I know he lived in the general area that you guys grew up in. We played NJB against street. him, right? Yeah, so lived on the same street. But uh, I uh, one of my buddies, our buddy actually, uh, little Brian, <laughs> he uh, uh, is involved in his high school's uh, stuff, which actually Freddie's uncle is a part of. And so Brian will talk to him every now and then because Brian actually played you know little league with him, also lived in those streets. Yeah. And uh, his uncle was actually telling Brian, because this was around the time that he went to the Dodgers, that he really was beat up about leaving Atlanta. And he, his uncle said that, you know, that was the most they've seen him cry and the most emotional he's been, I guess, since his mother had passed away. So it really was like a big thing for him to leave. But, uh, you know, he's got to be, and I mean, and that's good. You'd like to see that. And it's cool that it ended on that note where he won a World Series with them. And then now he gets to play in Southern California where he, grew up getting to be, you know, wearing the Dodger blue, which I have to imagine growing up was probably the team that like his dad cheered for, because it seems like a lot of our parents were more Dodger fans than angel fans, just because angels weren't really relevant or around as much in this area. in like the seventies, eighties, when our parents were growing up watching baseball, they were were definitely here, but just not relevant. They're not relevant now. (laughs) They weren't. I mean, yeah, that's true, but they were, they weren't. Well, the only thing they're relevant for is Otani. But they were they became relevant once Angels in the Outfield came out, which honestly oh, right, it's yeah. hard to find on platforms. I don't know if you it's guys know where Disney to find Plus. it. Yeah, that I should be on Disney not. Plus, right? Wow. I thought so. I tried. I maybe I'm wrong, but I typed in Angels and, and it didn't come up. It's like a home improvement kind of situation. Yeah, really. Like yeah. Never. Joseph Gordon Levitt. He'll <laughs> fix it. Um, but yeah, the part of the drama here with with the whole Freddie leaving Atlanta thing was: did they offer him a contract? Did they pull the contract? They made a trade before he had officially signed with the Dodgers. Um, his agents blamed the Braves and the Braves went and blamed his agents. Uh, well, Freddie fired his agents today said the whole, the whole thing was a mess and he doesn't trust them anymore. Um, so he's officially uh, a free agent as far as a representation goes. So, uh, we're available. We'll take <laughs> was, 1%. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. We'll send you back to Atlanta. Take yeah. So he wants to go. I'll drive him there. <laughs> it, it's a weird situation. How it's hard for his, teammates i think to see this and like hey you're not over your ex-girlfriend like come on you got to get over it uh clayton kershaw made a statement saying like yeah he had some nice memories there he's gonna have some nice ones with us too he's 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 on our team now um and clayton's kind of the leader there um speaking and saying like you you got to get over it like it's you're no longer on the atlanta braves you have to hate the atlanta braves i hate the atlanta braves i hate ted turner and (laughs) skip carry john rocker pizza hey when john rocker came in to get in the world series lopez I hated it. Andrew Jones spelling yeah. his name with a U instead of an E. Oh, that pissed me off. <laughs> I was going to say. Kept, they kept showing him in the crowd, and I'm like, everyone in the Dodgers should try to fight him because he was the worst Dodger of all time. If you remember, they signed him. 
Oh, I do remember that actually. So like a big deal, like when he was only like 31 because he was so young and he just got super fat and couldn't even play the center field anymore. I think I do remember that. Didn't he even horrible. like admit he had like a problem with just eating junk food and stuff? I think so. It was, was just, like CC Sabathia also had an addiction to eating like, oh fuck, what was it? It was like Cocoa Puffs or something. He'd have like a box or two a day. Yeah, it's like a smoker. <laughs> but although this is a probably cheaper addiction, but. But I thought you'd be more upset that Andrew spells his name A-N-D-R-U-W and you're A-N-D-R-E-W. And he has a son, I think, Andrew Jones Jr. that's going to be in. Actually, he's like, I've seen the clips of him in high school. Yeah, he's a stud. I think he's like a top prospect. Well, maybe he'll come to the Dodgers and be in shape. Or maybe he'll play for the Angels who need talent because they suck. Which is why they're over there fighting, which leads us right into this segment. Sean, did you happen to see that? No, I did not. Oh, Sean, look it up. I'm so, a busy guy. I watch baseball. So, so on, uh, I'll fill you in then, Sean. So on Saturday, there was uh, an, inc- an incident when uh, Mike Trout almost got hit in the head. And I think Jared Walsh also almost got hit in the head or did get hit like in the helmet or something. I think it was two guys. I think it like it skimmed like the front of Jared Walsh's helmet, but it was some chin music. And then they went back in high on, on Trout. So the Angels now have a new manager, Phil Nevin, who used to play baseball, was on the Padres, was on the Angels. Number one overall pick in like 92 or something. Yeah, and he's a built guy. Like if you look at him, like he looks like one of those guys that like if you had a girlfriend and you were meeting her dad, this is the guy you don't want to see at the front door. And so the scene in uh, Bad Boys 2. Yeah, and he's he's a built guy, mean mugging guy. And so he obviously had a game plan on Sunday, which is like, okay, we have our starter, but he's not going to come in until the job is done. And they brought in this one lengthy white guy named like Wants or I don't even know his name. Who cares? But he comes in, pitches against the first batter, gets him out, and then goes against the second batter and throws it behind him. So I think now that now you have to ask yourself, did he actually try to hit him and missed or whatever? But regardless, he threw it behind him. But that gets everybody, you know, rustling a little bit, gets people moving. It gets a warning to either uh, each side of the bolt of the dugouts. And then uh, he ends up getting that guy out, gets the next guy out. So then the start of the second inning comes around and he's going against the number four hitter, the cleanup guy. And he gave him like a 90 something mile an hour fastball right in the ass. And I'm, that's not even being, you know, it's not even like joking around. It was literally got him right in the butt. And then he, Started looking over the Angels dugout. Words were being said. And normally when you see a brawl start, it's because the uh, batter will charge the mound. He said, he said, fuck the mound. And he went straight for the Angels dugout. Nice. <laughs> he charged the Angels dugout and then all hell broke loose. And there was actually a good POV video that I saw today of a guy that was actually in like the little seats that are like right underneath. Like oh, the, the Lexus Diamond uh, dugout. Yeah. And he's got the good POV and like they're like just jumping on each other they're like all right there and and you know how all those fights go it's like it seems like it's calm for like about two minutes and all of a sudden something is said again and then some guy loses his mind again and so anyway like there was a bunch of suspensions the mariners lost like a a handful of key players like they they lost a couple good guys so yeah the guy who got hit was jesse winker who's i think we both we both enjoy him yeah he had a great year last year in in cincinnati I'm a little Julio Rodriguez, their their rookie, got he's suspended. A good young guy, good young talent. JP Crawford, who got suspended, also, who's the only one that I actually saw throw blows. Like he actually was wailing on someone. And then the best part for the Angels is like they didn't lose any key guys, but I mean their manager's gone for a little. This is the funniest part. Is their backup? It's, it's everybody's gone on their coaching staff. Their manager got suspended. Their catching coach got suspended. Their their pitching coach, or no, I think their pitching coach might have gotten stayed, but their bench coach got suspended. Their 
I, I swear to God, it was their so Spanish gonna be translating coach. Like a t-shirt cannon you know, guy? Shohei's translator is going to be managing the team. One of their <laughs> Spanish translating coaches, I think, got suspended also. It was like... Wow. It was it was insane. Everybody got suspended. And then, for whatever reason, I think it was Iglesias decided after all of it to grab... Yeah. He he went nuts in the dugout, which I have he no idea why. last year or two, okay. two years ago. So maybe he's got something so with Winker. Might, you should know Jesse Winker. And he was upset yeah. about something. He grabbed... He started destroying his own dugout and then grabbed like a whole thing of sunflower seeds or something and just tossed him onto his own field. He's vandalizing his own home field. But it was... Uh, Maybe he's distributing the seeds to the people. Yeah. It was an ugly scene. And then like one of the funnier parts of it all, though, was in between innings, you saw the Angels have their two little infielders, Taylor Ward and... Uh, actually, I don't know if they're both infielders, but you had Matt Duffy and Taylor Ward out there by second base picking up pieces of bubble gum off the ground and it looked like they were like little kids trick-or-treating. Like they're just they're just out there picking up the gum and it's like getting it to like yeah, it was just a funny scene but pretty wild i was actually a, a buddy of mine actually had asked me if i wanted to go to that game and i said honestly dude i was like i'm not in the mood to spend 20 dollars on a modello and i'm also not in the mood to sit in that 93 degree heat so yeah forget that a day game too oh man yeah day games in the summer in anaheim there is no shade <laughs> yeah i don't know why they didn't figure that one out they need to take the team away from this crook. I think they're about to, to, aren't they? I mean, that investigation needs to go forward and take it, take it away because he's a fucking curse. This team sucks. Yeah, it really does. I mean, to have like, that's what I was saying to somebody too. Rendon, like, Rendon was out there. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's what I wanted to say too. <laughs> One of the guys that got suspended, Sean, that was out there fighting is already on the injured list for like the next like two months. <laughs> oh boy. And uh, he makes... $500 million and yeah, it was a horrible waste. He's the um, one that signed that yeah. crazy contract that said he didn't want to go to LA because he doesn't like traffic. Yeah. It's like, shit, dude, I go to work. I don't like traffic. Can you blame him? Angel sucks, but the year before he was with the nationals and MVP candidate. kills Clayton Kershaw and ends my life. And I never <laughs> wow. recovered. Andy speaking from the grave. <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to talk uh, NBA basketball? The draft. Let's do it. Uh, congratulations. I think Andy. Um, yeah. Cause I'm a big, Paolo. <laughs> so, okay, here's the, here's the problem I have with Paolo. So, Paolo ended up going number one from Duke, and he wasn't expected. It was kind of a surprise, but then... So, I want to call him Paolo Banchero, because that's cooler, but he's actually Italian, so it's Banchero, because, like, in, in Italian, you don't say ch, you do the k sound. But Banchero sounds fun, okay. right? Does anyone agree? Yeah, Isn't that a style of music or something? I almost called you Anthony. I don't know why. You also got to see, Andy, though, when you're looking at this, it says Italian and United States. Yeah. So I think the United States part is where you pronounce his last name. <laughs> but they're all say Bancaro instead I of... I think... But he can, he's like Italian. Banchero sounds Mexican. Bancaro is... I, he also... Yeah, I, the whole time yeah. I actually thought he was Mexican. Can I we just ask him to change his name? I thought he was like Cuban or something. Yeah. And then we found that, out he was Italian. That was when we were watching the Duke play Arkansas, I think, or something in the net championship or the tournament. But uh, what's crazy, too, about Paolo is that uh, how his odds fluctuated so much. I think the sports books actually took a big hit on him because he opened. I think when it first first opened, he was like 25 to one odds to go number one. And then it went all the way down to like 10 to one. And then it went down to like four to one. And then it was like, I think at one point he was even like minus like he was actually one to two favorite. And then the day they said the night before he was 10 to one odds again because Jabari Smith was like the, the, you know, like almost one to four favorite to go number one. So he was like the guy that was supposed to go number one. And then after, uh, by the time it like closed, he still, Paolo still closed at like four and a half to one odds or something to go number one. And I don't know what ended up happening between then and there, but 
he ended up going uh, to Orlando number one. And it seemed like the whole time it seemed like Oklahoma city was like, it seemed like they were set on Chet the whole time because it just seemed like he must've fit them better. And then Jabari ended up falling all the way to Houston, but that'll probably be good for him because I mean, Houston's got some good young talent, you know, I think they got better. I mean, Orlando's got some decent young talent too, but I don't know. Are any of these guys ready to take over? Well, what take about? Over. I think Paolo, as I said, is the best chance to be good next year. Like be like maybe an eighteen a game right right away. Mm-hmm. Where like Chet is still. Oh, he's got to grow into his yeah. body. I mean, yeah, right we now, spoke about like him last man's. week. What about his heart? I think he has one. I think they did find that he does have one. Oh, Andy, no, he refused to like give his health paperwork yeah. over to the teams. And I read something about maybe his heart might have some issues. I mean, I'm not surprised when you're that tall. Maybe is it four times too small? <laughs> yeah, when you're that tall, I think a lot of really tall guys have like end up having heart issues, don't they? Don't a lot of like guys that are super tall end up dying young? Yeah, I know they have like knee and Sean Bradley, Is Sean Bradley yeah. dead? No, he's paralyzed from a bike okay, accident. Okay. Yeah. I knew something happened to him. And <laughs> Nothing to do with his heart. heart. <laughs> he wasn't riding a bike? Yeah, his heart collapsed and he fell off guys. the bike. No, he just got hit by a car. Yeah, it's hard to see him. Uh, but yeah, he definitely needs to just, they need to get him sponsored by Insure so that he can start just bulking up. Maybe well, he's going to Oklahoma city so they can just feed him just cattle. Just yeah. Directly into him. <laughs> we got you a subscription to Omaha steaks and, uh, we got your private chef and he used to work at Outback. So you're good. Yeah. Uh, some of the other like surprises here. So the Kings had the fourth pick. And Jaden Ivey was like the consensus number four player in this draft. And they they passed. Uh, and they took Keegan Murray from Iowa. Um, we don't know. Keegan Murray can end up being the better player. But people just want to always clown on the Kings, especially because they they passed on Luka and took Marvin Bagley a few years back. So, uh, yeah, I think they're hoping that's not a repeat there. But uh, the draft is always hard. You don't know who's going to be good or not. I'd like uh, to see a point guard come into the league like Jason Williams again. Oh, wouldn't we all? That's our childhood right there. Yeah. I feel like that's forbidden. They're like, you stay outside. You can't come in here. Well, I <laughs> think like Ben Simmons hustling. is probably the closest to that. And <laughs> no one wants to uh, talk about him anymore. Say that again. Ben Simmons is probably the closest to that. Oh, shut your face. Has he 11. ever passed the ball with his elbow, Andy? I don't think so. Maybe in practice. We don't, yeah, he doesn't practice, exactly. actually. So <laughs> Yeah, so he never has. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like that, the Clippers and Lakers both didn't have their picks, but the Lakers did buy a pick and they took this guy, Max Christie, out of Michigan State. So I'm glad you brought that up because have any of you heard or seen like the drama with like Skip Bayless and Russell Westbrook? Yeah, I know he's always going after him. Yeah. Did you see it, Sean? I think so. I, I feel like there's been a lot of that kind of crap, though, floating around but between it, Durant and Westbrook. And so I'll, I'll just read guys. you really quick what it said. So Skip Bayless came out after the Lakers acquired this guy and said, Lakers acquire a second round pick. Take Michigan State's Max Christie, who shot only 32 percent from three last season. Perfect. He'll fit right in with LeBron and West Brick is what he said. Ooh. Russell Westbrook responded and said, yo, watch your mouth. Don't say anything here you wouldn't say to my face. Which then Skip Bayless responded with, hold on, I got it right here. Hey, Russell Westbrook, happy to talk face-to-face about the nickname I believe I originated in 2012. Join me on TV, podcast. Let's talk about how you'll make $47 million next year after being the worst three-point shooter in the NBA. Most overpaid player ever. Please join me. That's great for uh, publicity for him. Yeah, well, Skip Bayless, I think, also is pretty fearless because for what it's worth, I've seen some 
videos of him on Instagram when he's like getting up at like three in the morning, running on his treadmill. And like, he's just one of those guys that he's like super straight edge, like no alcohol in his body. No yeah. drugs, no tobacco, no anything. Just very, and I mean, he's New York, right? So yeah. And, and he's, he's also 70 like 70 years old. And- I was going to say, yeah, he's in his sixties or seventies and he's, he's actually in very, like very good shape for his, for his age. I mean, any age to be honest, but especially his age. And then he also is, uh, uh, he's also like, I think the most, like one of the highest paid TV sports guys. Hmm. So it's, it'll be, I don't know. It's pretty funny. Cause I don't know if Westbrook said anything after that or what he'll say, but I mean, Hey, you know what? Facts are facts. I mean, Westbrook isn't a great shooter, unfortunately. And you know, and also, yeah, I, I think he goal. should t- take that and fuel it to stop work going into car dealerships and putting your name out there and go into the gym and goddamn shoot some hoops. I agree. I think at this point he's never going to get better as a shooter, and he just he is what he is. So, well, I hope he's listening, and I hope he proves you wrong, Andy. I hope he. Gives Would you us say a deal that to his face? <laughs> and there was also like a pretty funny thing where, where where's uh I think it's um, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, the Oklahoma City Thunder drafted two guys named Jalen Williams, but Jalen is spelled different. <laughs> They're both named funny. that. What they. They drafted two people named Jalen Williams. Yeah, they, the Oklahoma Thunder drafted two guys named Jalen Williams, and one spelled J A Y L I N, and the other is J A L E N. Well, that's impossible. That's ridiculous. How does that even happen? <laughs> yeah, it's that's a very common name now, Jalen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get Williams is a common name, but for them to end up on the same team, what are you going to do with their jerseys? And then there's this guy who I don't know if I'm a fan of or not, but. Kennedy, Kennedy, Kennedy Chandler. It's like, hey, that's a last name, guys. Whoa. What are you guys doing here? Um, that's just kids for you. Yeah, yeah it really is. Probably really spelled sure. like an X. <laughs> Some of these guys, I don't even know where they come from. Well, I like that the, the Cavs drafted Isaiah Mobley, whose brother oh, is on the Cavs. I didn't even so, realize that. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, they're going to hire the dad too. He's going to now be a coach in the Cavs. Is that Catino? Uh, I always thought it was too, but it's not. They're from um, here. They're from. Riverside County or something, right? Temecula, oh, wow. I think, actually. The Mobiles. Look at that. So, um, yeah, well, it's cool. <clears throat> to get out of the draft for a second, what about, are you happy with them, your boys acquiring Wall? Yeah, so I think that's all I have to say about, about the draft here. We're, we're getting into free agency season. Yeah. Uh, John Wall agreed to a buyout with the Rockets. Um, he's set to make like 40-something million, too. Um, <laughs> Must be nice. And he's going to take like a $7 million discount to be bought out. And yeah, and they said the Clippers are going to sign him. Paul George has been working on this for a while to get him there. They're already having a sleepover planned. Yeah, the Clippers don't have a point guard, or at least they don't have a real point guard that I know of. Uh, they drafted a guy last year in the second round and missed the whole season. Uh, then the other point guard in the roster is Reggie Jackson, who's a shoot-first type. Uh, so Wall, people forget, is actually a real point guard and gets assists. Um, he is old. He's coming off Achilles injuries. Let's get him a no-slip floor, please. But like he was a really good player when he was actually playing. So he was um, one that slipped in his kitchen, right? Yeah, he had like multiple. Yeah, he had a, like an ACL, and then and he, he slipped was, in his kitchen. He was like, wasn't it like one of those things too? Where like I don't know if it was ever proven, but wasn't he like drunk or something when he probably came home and uh, fell down his stairs or like fell in his kitchen? Whatever he ended up, we'll doing. never know. Well, Get him a single story a house club or something. No, that's and a rubber floor. Hmm. That's one of the best things I remember seeing was John Wall's summer league like picture when he was or it was something like that where he was in vegas and they had like taken some like picture for like the team photos or something and he just looked hung over as shit and he even admitted i think that like when he was in vegas he was just partying all at the clubs and stuff 
Woof. And you better get him in line. I mean, yeah, he's playing for a good team. Is he so going to start? He might start, but I he mean, might. Hey, with Kawhi and Paul George back, that's not bad. I mean, we don't know what John Wall can do. It's been three years, two years, but I mean. He doesn't have to be the same guy. He just exactly. has to be okay. Hey, at the end of the day, at least for at least the beginning, unless he proves them wrong, he's still John Wall, so people are still going to treat him with the respect that he's John Wall, you know, until he proves like or shows like, oh, wait a minute, you know, I'm Russell Westbrook. I shoot 13% from three. <laughs> Uh, but the Clippers also made another big move today. Uh, they told Ivica Zubac they're tearing up his contract. Whoa. Because they're giving him a better one. Oh, nice. So they told him, we're not going to pay you $7 million. We're going to pay you $11 million for the And make you a years. co-owner of Microsoft. Yeah, it's this is great news for all the Zubac fans out there like me. Um that the security that we have him for three more years. This is great news. There's a lot, a lot up in the air. What's the future of the center position? And it's it's Zubac, you know. So I think we're all we're all resting easy now that he's got that extension. Uh, he's still only 25 years old. Yeah, he's just a boy. Yeah, it's, it's great. Zubac is good too. Even when he was on the Lakers, he had some good moments. He, I he's always like one of the three best post players in the NBA, but just no one plays in the post. Yeah. Like he actually makes game. like hook shots in the post sometimes, and like that's badass. He's a good rebounder yeah. too. Yeah, and he, he just looks goes like down there and he goes to work. Giant person's body. You know, it's actually a really weird side note that I'm gonna share really quick is that a buddy of mine, Matt, uh, he used to do. He I don't know why he did this, but he had this weird. He had this thing where on Instagram he would randomly tag me in Zubach's posts and say that I was his biggest fan and how badly I wanted to meet him and just all this weird stuff. And I would just and try to make me win contests and stuff. And I never understood it. So every time I see Zubach's name, I just randomly will think of that because it was so weird and random. But you know, so you whatever. never won. No, I never did win. No meet and greets. <laughs> Didn't Dang. get to shoot three pointers on the Clippers court like some of us. Oof. What a time. I still drive by Saraville all the time, Sean, and still yeah. think of our, our days out there playing horse with you, me, and Luke's jump shot. Oh, yeah. Those are the days. Oh, yeah. One uh, time. The other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, I guess, was the the trades that didn't happen. Uh, Durant and Kyrie, for a minute, were up in the air. Kyrie was uh, uh, only looking at going to the Lakers, and LeBron ca- called him and was like, hey, come play with me. And uh, Durant was possibly going back to the Warriors, and then none of that happened. Yeah, there was a lot of craziness there with uh, Kyrie, especially when it seemed like a lot of reporters were very happy to report that only the Lakers were interested, and all the other teams were like, absolutely not. We don't want him. Like, he's a fucking weirdo. Um, And then Kyrie even tweeted about him being weird. It's what makes the world great or something like that. And it's just like, uh, in, in the end, the Nets called his bluff. He's like, I'll leave and I'll take for less money. And they're like, okay, you do what you have to do. You have to do so, whatever. Uh, but in the end, he opted into his $37 million deal. So, um, you know, he's got to take care of uh, all the flat earthers out there. Has there been anything else about as Durant committed to the Nets yet? So Durant's still signed for like three more years, I believe. But I saw something that like, I know there was the whole controversy over the weekend because Damian Lillard posted something on his story about him in a, his Portland jersey with Durant in a Portland jersey next to him. So... I feel like that's a little yeah. bold to just do without like talking well, the, to Durant first, because I feel like something like that could actually like piss that person off. But I mean, it's also still bold to do regardless, but maybe it's an idea to Durant saying like, look how good we'd look next to each other. But yeah. So the, the idea was if Kyrie did leave in free agency, he opted out and just left that Durant would have forced a trade. Oh yeah. Which I don't, trade. which I don't blame him. Like you can't yeah. sit on that team without Kyrie. You need at least a, a Robin to your, so at least they're going to go another have, year. 
Um, and, and I, they've got Ben Simmons coming back. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I saw on their, uh, they already, of course, you know, the second the buzzer ends to end the finals, they already throw you out the, the newest uh, odds for the upcoming season. And I think Brooklyn was the second or third favorite. I mean, I think, you know, they always make the repeating champion like the favorite, but I mean, Golden State's not going to repeat. I mean, I'm sorry. Like they're, they're yeah, they not. lost Looney. They're done. Did they lose Looney? Where'd Looney go? No, I think he's not he lost, but they just don't seem to be that interested <clears throat> in signing him. They, they've said like, yeah, we'd love to have him back, but like they're not going to match any uh, offer. He at gets. some point, Clay, at some point that core is going to be broken up. I mean, at some point, Clay Thompson, I think is going somewhere. Curry will probably be a warrior for life, but at some point, Clay Thompson, I think is going to have to jump ship. I mean, it feels like Jordan Poole is slowly going to be their next. Thompson family is back. Trace Thompson oh, yeah. starting in right in field LA, for the Dodgers. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, all hey, I'm a big Clay Thompson fan. fan. I like Clay Thompson. Oh yeah. You know, he's a local guy. You know, he's, you know, I've saw him at a bar one time in Costa Mesa. I played I against him in basketball. Probably the highlight of his career. What? I've played against him. Oh yeah. See, Sean played against him. We're very connected with Clay Thompson on this uh, podcast. Sean played against him. I saw him in a bar. Andy, Andy's... what have you done with Clay Thompson? For who? Me? I no, I said, Andy, what exists. have you done? Oh no, it's because uh, his brother's on the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. Andy's thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Clay Thompson played catch with Trace in the backyard and stuff, and that's what made him become a pro. <laughs> My Probably. uncle knows the whole family. Does he? Yeah. Oh, then there you go. He was their principal. What? <laughs> he was their high school principal. Oh wow. Really? Oh, Santa Margarita or something? Wow, that's cool. You got a lot of family that does like a lot of things I didn't really like know about. Like you have those cousins that are really good distance runners. <laughs> that's the only two people. Yeah, well, it's more than what my family can do. <laughs> Your family owns a successful chain of restaurants yeah, across the Southland. Now there's that, I guess. Uh, anything else to add on the sports pod? Uh, we'll have a lot more on the free agency. I'm sure it'll be all kinds of weirdness. People, oh, yeah, the drama Jimmy will Butler continue. will actually demand a trade somehow or something like that. Who knows? Yeah. Next He's week. coming to the Lakers. Yeah, we'll know more. Oh, watch him be a clipper. Yeah. Oh, there is one thing I want to mention. So they signed a bunch of guys for like summer league stuff, and the Lakers signed uh, Sharif O'Neal and Scottie Pippen Jr. So, um, and hey, they are. I think we already talked about this, but remind me, Rashid Wallace is an assistant coach. Yeah, he is. Just yes. like to hear that. That's so. I neat. like to hear that too. Actually, that's like going to be the energy they need because yeah. even LeBron James, I think you know when Rashid talks, I think you listen. Oh yeah, Rashid will keep those refs in line. Yeah, hey, he'll so. chuck a chair at him. He's not afraid. <laughs> like Give Bobby him the technical. Out there. All right. Well, yeah, there's still the NBA never ends, except I think it will end in two in two weeks. We'll have a break and then we'll just be talking like training camp garbage and stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that'll wrap up our sports podcast. You've been listening to episode 277 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me. We had off road Andy. Yes. Thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes. Thank you. We'll see you later.